Yo, how pissed do you think Jack Burke is right now? It's nine. It's nine forty on Wednesday, August twenty first, when we're recording this. This is the closest we've ever gotten to actually recording a podcast on the day it's supposed to come out. Our production has got to be full speed. I'm go- right at the end of this podcast. We are just going to go full blown production mode and uh, get this to you by five a.m. Yeah, because we just got back from Hilton Head, South Carolina. Not to brag, we travel. And we're in the car at 5 a.m. last week, and our whole plan all along was, hey, let's do another podcast in Hilton Head. You know, let's bring the the Snowball mic. Let's do a Throwback Thursday podcast. You know, it's going to be super fun to get the janky production. We're five minutes on the road to the airport. It was like, what, 4 o'clock? 4? Yeah, 4.50. 4.50. And I'm like, Andrew, do you have the Snowball? And then I turned to deck and I go, no, I, I did not bring it. It was sitting on my desk right next to the GoPro pack. No, I almost forgot the GoPro. Luckily, Decky reminded me, but we for, he forgot to remind me for the snowball. He shouldn't have had to remind me, but I failed to bring the snowball. So then we we're like, all right, we can follow this and record on our phones and just say this. We'll see what how the audio is down there with the uh, the cicadas. Or I guess they're palmetto bugs. According no, they're to cicadas to us, dude. I oh. hate when people correct me on bug literature. Yeah, get get out of here with that. I'm gonna trust the women, the women down there that know uh, their bugs, the palmetto bugs. Yeah, now that she like lives down there, she don't she knows the bugs and everything. Yeah, everything's palmetto down there, dude. There's like something very close to that uh, palmetto bug, which is pimento cheese, which uh, not enough people are talking about that. We have so many cups of pimento cheese. There's the uh, palmetto dunes, a nice little golf cl- uh, golf course. It's got three courses inside it. Yeah. What what do they call a golf estate that has multiple courses on it? Is that still like a golf course? Is that a club or what? What is there a specific name for that? You know, I don't know. Maybe down in uh, we we saw a couple of things named plantations. Could be a plantation. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't we, know. We we drove into Hilton Head Plantation. Sure. We yeah. I guess we did right. Yeah. And the Hilton Head's an island. Correct. Which is nuts. I didn't like didn't know that either. And that's my second time there. I had no idea like it's a legitimate island yeah you're going over a giant bridge yeah. to get there i don't know why to me it seems more like a peninsula with that bridge involved and everything but again you know what do i know yeah, i don't it's, know it's a lot. not attached to the united states yeah well, it kind of yeah it's it is part of the united states yeah but it's not physically attached to the, the mainland okay yeah that's a good point well, anyways, we're here now. It's this is uh, the most procrastinated podcast we've ever had in the world, which is I kind of I'm, I'm excited for new opportunities. In addition to that, we don't have a producer because of that. It's just me, you and I today. No producer, first time in uh, the year of 2019 that we're doing a full podcast without another person behind the camera. Yeah, first time in season three. Yes, 26 weeks we made it. The entire half year we got this far without. Or with a producer this whole time. Look, I mean, we... We did pretty good. We Pat did, ourselves on the back yeah, real quick. That's, that's, yeah, that's decent. Bunch of salty dogs out here. Yeah. Freaking recording podcasts. It's it's phenomenal. But I will say, I will say our average quality this week, or uh, in, uh, collectively, because I should have reminded you about bringing the mic, but I would say forgetting, as podcasters, like, the fir- the one thing you can't forget is the, is the mic. Yeah, we could have forgot the camera and still recorded a podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like... You don't have the the camera, right? It's not that big of a deal. Even though, like, we were very keen on bringing the camera because we're making a sweet Hilton Head video. We are. We, we I'm excited to put that one together. We took hella B roll. Yeah. How do you want to do that? By the way, I was thinking 
we just we work off my desktop right no I, i'm all in on that okay but how do you want to like split it up up production oh we sit there together and we just we just workshop our that's brains. a lot no we're gonna do it it's gonna be fun that's a lot just imagine you and i just trying to tell each other where things should be put and how we go slow-mo and then chop it up into a couple song drops and then transition to the next phase of the trip All it's right. gonna be fun you know we'll be bottom heads and i'll be yelling at you you'll be like i already did that and uh we should put the sandcastle part here yeah when we literally we how long do we build a sandcastle for out there that was probably my favorite part by the uh, way four hours four hours we built an entire country out of sand his bp headquarters yeah it's basically the size of if you took um amazon's headquarters apple's headquarters and google's headquarters and you combine them all into one that's the bp headquarters sandcastle i don't think it was that big the farm the farm was massive they I, don't have farmland true and what what's interesting about it is i was more focused on like building the economy around the sand like i was very invested in the like the actual economics and like the if we were going to be like a democratic society we had some capitalism going on i was more invested in that than i was in like building the infrastructure I yeah feel we, like. and we had to make sure there was competition we didn't want any monopolies correct so we had a couple of sand mounds that were the the suppliers of the sand yeah and then we had four people in the in, in that entered market and then so i immediately dropped out of market and i used all the sand that i had stocked up to play the game of sand distribution and i ended up just keeping my sand and i built a, a baseball diamond that was impressive the baseball diamond was very impressive like it wasn't a baseball diamond originally like i don't know what you're going for it was just kind of like a it kind of looked like a, a really bad donut in the sand it was bad and i think someone was like oh is that a is that a baseball mound andrew and you're like yeah <laughs> I, I i was struggling i remember bt looking over to me and goes how's that how's that baseball diamond going and i go i don't know what i'm doing and i th- that was like an hour or two just still working on my baseball diamond dude yeah, you put in literally half of the time into a baseball diamond. But again, like if we're gonna look at the economics of this place, like you need a entertainment attraction to bring a lot of commerce in. Like I think we should have like Billy Joel play, Justin Timberlake. You know, obviously we're gonna have like the Sandy Beach Pirates play um, their whole their whole eighty two game season home season uh, this upcoming year. We'll probably lease it out for high school soccer games. There's all kinds of things you can do there. You can make a lot of money off that yeah we need to keep our our farmers entertained keep the the uh, morale high because there's a giant farmland yeah there's there's a big farmland mark got into that big time i got into the farming industry uh, massively as well just knowing kind of the climate that we were in i felt like you know because we already legalized uh marijuana in our town mm. that i was gonna be gonna go ahead and farm all of the cannabis and i thought that was a good idea and we it, it worked our, our town flourished and they flourished i think you owning that sector of our, our our community really helped pivot us in the right direction uh, yeah i would say so too it, it was interesting because like our service industry was really lacking like we didn't have a lot of restaurants we didn't have a lot of i actually those. we built a small section of a market on the side that was selling I did see, yeah there I was did a carpenter there there was uh you could sell blankets i think there was a little bit of produce section there I, yeah i think we had like an outlet mall like mm-hmm. kind of in the northwest corner yep yeah i saw that i know we had like a really nice strip mall too i think there was like a sushi joint that bt put together yeah it matt, was nice matt heron really 
actually owned the bridge. I think no one's going to want to mess with us with the, the monument that's um, upstanding in front of that. Right. No, that was good. And, um, you know, I originally dug the moat, uh, you know, to obviously protect us from any intruders uh, as any city would need. And just like Hilton Head, I mean, that's pretty much, it's an island, but it's got a moat and mm-hmm. a bridge. We we basically, you know, we stole their business model. Yeah. We, ge- geographically. Oh, yeah. We built a, a, an island within the island. Yes. And what was really funny to me was watching you and Lauren come back with uh, buckets of water trying to fill the moat. Yeah. I was dying. And, and I like looked at, once we, you guys left, I looked at everyone else building their structures. I was like, do they realize they're pouring water onto sand? Absorption right away. Yeah, but why is there an ocean? Yeah, because it's uh, just a bottomless amount of water Explain always it, pushing. We didn't. We were not close enough to the ocean to create a canal to oh, feed source. Yeah, whatever, dude. But it was quite the effort. You guys really hauled in a lot of water, and there was erosion. We almost had to overthrow Queen Bee Lauren because it was a falter move. It was not a good move. Yeah, and we all make mistakes. Like, I mean, I was building this moat for eventually um my water company but then i pivoted fast you know learn from your mistakes and your fail failures and i ultimately came out on top very fast with my sand distribution company and like you go onto a beach and the last thing you're thinking of is i like i am gonna be running short on sand well try building a sand castle and you know wanting you know good firm sand for your farmland so I provided a need and filled that void right away, and I was making bags. I think because of that move, it really allowed us to invest into the marijuana business, yes. which ultimately which became was also our cash my cow. Business. Which all, you turned it into your business, yeah. yeah. It was our cash cow. Let's be honest. We would not have become the, the city, the BP headquarters that we um, established without the cash cow of wheat. Yeah, that's a great point. We also like used some of that money, too, to, to build our military, too. And it was weird because I was like... You know, I was trying to, you know, think of other countries and how they spend their money. And I'm no expert in econ- economics at all. But I'm just saying, we they, America spends a lot of their GDP, uh, I think, on military. I've heard that. I, yeah. I've heard rumblings of that. Yeah, I could and be wrong. We, we could be wrong yeah. on that. We've, all, we've been wrong on this podcast a lot. But what I know is we didn't spend a lot on our military. And it worked out pretty well. Like we, we we put money into entertainment, we put money into cannabis, we put money into the service industry, and we built a flourishing society in four hours. I think it was if people looked to start a society, they're going to come to us first. Yeah, um, we really created protection around us that didn't need military, and then we just invested in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you dominate the sandbox. The sandbox. Oh. Hell yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. See, that's what you guys got to do. You guys kind of have to you have to travel with outside the sandbox and build another sandbox to then gain perspective on what it's like to dominate a sandbox that you have not yet quite dominated. Amen to that. I'm looking God. forward to finishing off the sandbox here in 2019. Yeah. I was thinking I mean, about that. It's never going to stop. I mean, the Twin Cities is massive, but... It's really not that massive, though. It is big enough for us to not be able to do it in a year. Yes, I totally agree. I think we're going to need two years to dominate the sandbox. But we are coming into the final turn of season three. And I think it's kind of nice that it's just you and I because we need to, not that we need to do anything, it's just our thing. But 
knowing how we finished last year with season two and all the momentum we built, it's interesting to see where we're at now and almost like expect that momentum to continue to build, but yet there's so much work to be done. Very vague in what I just said there, but like I'm just excited. It sounds like you um, might be um, nervous that we won't be able to. Not nervous. Not nervous. Excited? Excited. I just don't. I'm just excited about the unknown. Okay. Right? Like nervous about what? Not meeting the expectations. I don't. We don't. Really, we don't have many. All right. We did, yeah, like, that, yeah. Do you have expect? Like, what do you like? What do you want to do by by de- December? I want to just continue to do what I'm doing and not get like like flags for like, hey, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> so your one like, goal is to make sure that we don't get shut down. Yes. Okay. How do you think? We're going to get shut down. It's probably going to be something that I say. And I, maybe I, someone flags us and it's over. It's I, over. We, we could be over like that. Let's not let's not just think that... You who know, shut us down, though? Anyone could snap their fingers and shut us down. You yeah. know, they're sending in the FBI because we tried to interview them earlier. And they didn't like that. They didn't like that we were pr- knocking on the door of the FBI, the Federal Bureau, dude. They're going to come and investigate Where us. Where are you getting this? The, the FBI could give two shits about... Pod, the podcast medium in general. Yeah, but we're really dominating the the social media aspect, and they might start seeing us as a threat. We're passing along a message that's too strong. We did just hit 4K, and we did it all based off of just like winging it, winging it, providing some value, sticking to the small things, and then recording at like 9:50 at night like this again. Sticking Jack, consistent, consistent. Jack Burke, I apologize. You're probably pissed. We forgot to text you. We did text the man below us, Matt, and he said. Go ahead. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. We're speaking kind of... Well, you're speaking quietly. I'm not speaking quietly at all. I have to stay in tune here. You think my audio's no, good? No. You're fine. Okay. I just noticed right there you're very... I got hesitant. Light on your words. Yeah, I got I got light. Yeah. But, uh... No, I'm excited. I'm very excited for whatever's to come here, man. I'm. We've booked out most of September, which is nice. Mm-hmm. We are coming around. I mean, how many more, uh... How many more chiropractic things do we have? Uh, two. Two? So it goes till October? Yes. Okay. And then, and just some background, chiropractic things, Andrew and I proctor. Um, well, we work for the Me. national... You do. I work for Andrew, and Andrew works for the, what do you, moderate... Prometric. Promet. I don't know what that is. What is it? Prometric's the company that, like, is the... Contr- they, they own the software or whatever, and then they distribute it to the... The schools and make National sure National Chiropracting Exams. Oh, it's NBCE is the... Yeah, that's who we're working for. But yeah. I work for you, who you work for them, Yeah, essentially. But anyways. And they work with Prometric. We have two of those left. And then after that, it's just like football and podcasting, which is exciting. Very exciting. Um, but I just want to go back to Hilton Head real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, flashback to 2018 in June when we made the trip down there for the first time mm-hmm. um, with the guys. Deck and I had quite the moment that we re- actually reflected on uh, a year after that. This past June, we took a, a what was it ten mile walk around Three Lakes. Yeah, we went around Lake of the Isles, Lake Bedemakaska, mm. and Lake uh, Harriet. Lake Harriet. We mm. walked around every single one of them. And we were reflecting on that conversation a little bit during that time mm-hmm. because in that month of. In June of 2018, we had just graduated from school. We had just moved in together, uh, but we took off before fully moving in. I don't think we had anything set up yet in this room. Yes. Correct? Yes. Yes. So when 
um, we we had the conversation like, hey, we got to let each other know that we're in this one. You know, we can't be just messing around. We're not living together. We're postgraduates, so we have to maintain an income to live here. We're both from out of the state. We can't just, you know, live from home and still do this podcast. Right. We have to be able to live in this city to figure it out. And uh, we had the, a heart-to-heart conversation. I remember at one point I was sitting, like, playing in the sand a little bit, and then, Deck, you just walked off into the ocean, and you were, like, just on the shallow aspect. You had your hands on your hip, your shirt was off, you had a backwards white cap on and your blue trunks, and you're just looking off in the distance. And I remember you just, like, getting all emotional, just like, man, we've really put in so much time. We love what I'm doing. I don't ever want to stop doing this. And I looked at you like, I feel the same way. And we shared that moment in June of 2018 and just rode that momentum all out of 2018 with really no structure. And then um, fast forward to our little reflection period, we really found our way with the the mirror mentality, which was pretty dope. Yeah, it was very dope. So then this time when we went to Hilton Head, we didn't have to do any deep soul searching. We could just enjoy ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) So so this time we did none of that. None of that at all. None of that occurred. <laughs> Didn't record a podcast. We just filmed each other and we built like an insane sandcastle. We just had the time of our lives we relaxing. Put, we went to Putt Putt. Uh, we got Pirates Cove. At Pirates Cove. We got very emotionally invested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I calculated everyone's score wrong at the end. Uh, just simple numbers. I was too stressed. Yeah. Couldn't it was, do it. It was so relaxing. We put a hole in your grandma's. Uh, Wall allegedly, allegedly, Jojo. Hopefully, you're not listening to this at all. Um, no, Jojo knows. I called her. She, I, know, I know. She laughed it off. Yeah, she. But you know, she's just like, he's never showing up again because it was a big deal. We forget that you are the first and Sarah to ever be down at that Hilton Head house or Goodhue or Goodhue in the history of like all the 500 cousins and nope. grandchildren. Yeah, the seven of us. This, oh, there's only seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, why do I think you the, have like... The Sarah's have 30. Got 28, it. 28. Got it. 24. Okay. Either way, congrats, man. Yeah, we got the thumbs up. We got the the, uh, the invite to come back again next Did summer. Did we really? Yeah. No way. Who, mm. JoJo said that? Oh, yeah, JoJo was pumped. Even after you told her that we put a hole in her wall? <laughs> Dude, yes. Okay, nice. I'm uh, excited. Don't forget our pit stop at ice cream. After pot pot, that's sometimes people forget that we and we enjoyed the perfect twelve year old day at Hilton yes. on Hilton Head Island. You go pot pot on a rainy overcast day. You go pot pot around noon. You come back. You get ice cream on the way back to Sea Pines, and then as you enter Sea Pines, you go jump in the pool for a quick sec, and then you trip over to the Salty Dog and you buy yourself one of these T shirts. That is your perfect twelve year old day, and uh, at Hilton Head Island, we are a bunch of salty dogs out here. Yeah. I love that. It it was very fun though to literally just focus on being a twelve year old for like four days. Honestly, mm-hmm. it was not in no way telling, in no way stressful, but in every way fulfilling. It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I loved every single second of it. But like, it's one of those things though where you can't you can't just like live that way for more than a week. Otherwise, you'll just drive yourself insane. At least that's for me. Like, coming back in, I'm like, I have to get back to, like, at least some routine. Which, thank God, I did, right? I mean, that's just how it works. <laughs> I can't be a 12-year-old forever. I gotta live in a real life. Yeah, you gotta do some things. You gotta accomplish some things. You can't just go to the pool and then go to the beach and come back to the pool and make some dinner and then do the whole thing over again. 
Yeah. I mean, you could. You could, right? I mean, is that like is that what like retired people do? Um, I think they. I don't, but they again, I'm, we don't want to put them in boxes, yeah. but like they might be doing some community things too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Our, it, our community things consisted of uh, playing two on two basketball in the pool. Right. Yeah, that was well, very communal. Well, Andy's taking B-roll because yeah, he's got a bum ankle. Yeah, that's right. You did well on your ankle, though, I will say. Thank you. Is it, is it feeling better now? It's all right. I mean, that's the bad one, right? Yeah. Look at that. You're being all comfortable with it, putting it under the other I leg. I'm testing freaking... it out. Yeah. It's the first well. time I've done it in a, in a month of August. God, I love that, man. We're getting dangerous. Yeah, but it's... I mean, dude, I love... I I do really love that. It's, it's fun to, uh... It's fun to, like... You just really never have that kind of, you know, opportunity to do that. So I'm thankful to have a co-host like you to go down there. Cause I, I'm it. yeah, and I'm su- I've been going down there my whole life because my grandparents saying, yeah. have this home. I am super grateful that I have the ability to bring people close to me down there and enjoy what I've been able to enjoy. I right. think that's the coolest thing too. Yeah, like you get to experience it, and then I get to share that experience with all these people mm-hmm. because my grandparents are those are that generous of people as well and they want their grandchildren's friends to ex- enjoy that experience how cool of a circle is that yeah that is nuts and i mean some people look at it as privilege right because it's it's an awesome opportunity you're going to hilton head island i mean it's a definitely a wealthy place yeah but the the way that that island and the way that that home came about through my grandparents and all that they did i am in t- incredibly blessed and incredibly grateful to have that opportunity and then we get to, like I said, share it with other people is so freaking cool. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. But, uh, man, anything else on Hilton? Uh, no. I do want to mention, though, that... Uh, I- thank you to BB and uh, JoJo, by yes. the way. Thank you so Coming much, from BB. Your, your, your friend, your friend Decky Cheese. Mm-hmm. Decky Salty Dog. I know BB's tuning in. Yeah. Shout out, BB. Shout out, BB. Um, this is the first back-end show where it's just you two. I mean, us two. Yeah. I mean, not only is it the first one time we're not using a, a producer, mm-hmm. but first time that you and I have just been shooting the shit yeah. uh, in 2019 for more than a minute f- intro. Yeah. I, I mean, it's It's been a long time coming. We, It's not that we don't do this every single day off air, but, you know, it's, it is kind of a different dynamic for sure. The one thing I first noticed is like you and I are having a conversation, so we're gonna talk to each other like this. Mm-hmm. We're typically like, well, at least look over at least once to tie, which we should like hold this for a second because like this is for the this uh, is uh, the screen the thumbnail. Grab, the thumbnail, yeah. Okay, that was I awesome. Know. I'm glad we got that thumbnail. Yeah. What, um, what timestamp is that? Just so I know. I think it's at the 30 minute mark. Okay, cool. Oh, is that thing still on? I'll go check. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is that we don't know if this Sony camera's on the whole time. But and luckily, it's restart. okay, perfect. Um, but luckily, we have the GoPro. We have that um, behind it. Actually, we can see the GoPro um, timestamp, so that's good as well. Oh, yeah. But uh, a lot of just like smaller, interesting stuff that's gonna be uh, different. Not only that, R.I.P. Man, do we gotta say it? We uh, gotta say it. Yeah, go ahead. Let him know. <sighs> yeah, we gotta let him know. Andrews Mac. Macintosh laptop, born in the year 2012. Uh, 2013. 2013. Nice senior gift. Sending Andy off into college, feeling all sorts of great. Passed away on us, what, a couple days ago? Uh, Two days. No, a day before Hilton Head. 
day before Hilton Head. Our our life, our literally our fuel source of this podcast. And now we got to figure out on uh, on my computer, and it's not been easy to say the least. Yeah, what system are we using? We're using Adobe Audition, and do, I, do we audition for this to to acquire it? Yeah, this is our uh, full blown variety show. Our audition right here, yeah. and I have no idea. It's a full blown variety show, and I have no idea how it's gonna go. Yeah, Ooh. there's like seven people, I think, watching. Mm-hmm. So we better entertain them. Can we talk about how people are buying into the back end show? How we get a consistent 300 people to listen to it every, I'd say it's about 10 days after the episode, we get about 300 listeners. Yeah, that's How amazing. How cool is that? That's awesome. Like, we're not bringing in guests to bring in those numbers. That's, no. That's just back pocket people. That's just us doing exactly this, which is talking sweet nothings into these guys' ears on Thursday morning. Like, sometimes I walk away from this and I'm like, damn, like, someone just listened to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh man, like, I'm sorry, I don't know if I wasted your time, I, but I'm glad you listened, but then I also think, like, a lot of other people do this, and the, I don't know if this sure. is the expectation, but we've been doing it for a while, I feel like we we have, like, we probably think this is a boring conversation, but we at least make it entertaining, maybe? I ha- No, I have fun in the conversation, I don't think everything is boring. Okay. I'm just like, do they know what we're talking about, because we, are, we do tend yes. to have, like, an inside joke mentality. Which may ultimately help build a community of people that are listening because they feel like they're included in the inside jokes. Yeah, are all 300 people on the inside joke already? Mm-hmm. Like, how many people do you think knew about the Hilton Head trip that are listening right now? Yeah, that was we didn't mention it till the end of back in show number 26, correct? This is back in show 26. Okay, 25 then. 25. Did we mention it? We did mention it. We did. Yeah. Okay. Because Ty was sitting over there and you mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Mm-hmm. We did mention it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's 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 interesting. I, I, I do love the, the inside joke mentality. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. And I love that we've incorporated this as one of our shows. Yes. It gives us a lot of creative freedom. It gets us out of the mold of just sitting here asking questions. Uh, which is awesome. I love learning about these guests that come onto our show. Mm-hmm. But when we, I have the opportunity to talk and not feel guilty for talking, mm-hmm. oh man, it's just, it's a it's an open door that I love sprinting through. It's it's an entirely different podcast, and I don't know, nor do I really care as much um, whether that's good or um, in the grand scheme of back pocket, right? Because if I always try and look at it through like the eyes of a first-time listener. If and it it actually mat like their perception of us matters on what type of episode they click on. Sure. If it's marketing intern spotlight in a Monday show, or if it's back end show. Yeah, I like to look at it in a way that our week is formatted similar to like your your cable network TV. Mm. So like on Monday they're releasing This Is Us or something, you know, like your your heavy hitting emotional show that Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. And then on Tuesday they're giving you something a little more sim- lighthearted but similar still got some depth to it. SpongeBob SquarePants. N- nope. That happens on Thursday, right? Cuz we're releasing the back end show on Thursday. Oh, okay. Fair and fair. then they give you How I Met Your Mother, or Big Bang Theory or something like that and that's okay. and that's when they tune into the, you know your slapstick stuff. Yeah. But okay. it, but some people are just always invest in the cbs shows they give you csi cbs and uh, i don't know uh, law and order law and order all those shows i don't know any of them but i know big bang is on there and how i met your mother used to be or something like that yeah but uh and this is us too that's how like back pocket is like nbc or something something like oh. that and we and every day is a different pocket and since they're so consistent on monday's always uh 
the season three episode blank. Yeah. Tuesday's always marketing intern spotlight number blank. And then on Thursday, they get you the back and show number blank. So they always titled similarly, and then you just bring in a different type of people that fit those molds. That's way better way of going about it. Or looking at it, I should say. Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't get too overly cur- critical or overly analytical, more so, I should say, of that. Because at the end of the day, it is just us. Yeah. Right? Well, no one else is doing it that way. And that can like freak us out and be like, all right, we'll never gain traction because no one else does it that way. Yeah. But at the same time, like I have so much fun with all the variety that we get to do. We don't always have to talk to our ex-football coaches. We don't always have to talk to our best friends. We don't always talk to entrepreneurs. Right. It's pretty cool how we just get to talk to everyone. We talk to people that we're curious at. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about ourselves. Yeah. And not feel guilty about it because we just invested so much time into other people. Yeah, because we're... And it's not even like talking about ourselves. It's like talking about our experiences doing this together. Yeah, you're right. It's not talking about us personally per se. It's more so talking about back pocket and back, how we yeah. fit into back pocket. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so... It, I love how you just said that too. It's like how we fit into back pocket. Like this is a thing that's like bigger than us now. Yeah. How cool is that? It's so cool. It's so... Uh, I just... I love it. It's It gets me giddy because it's like... Um, I always see stuff like where people are saying like, oh, do what you love, you know, do this, do that, like find that one thing and you'll know and like you love it. And I was thinking about this the other day because I got back, I got home from comedy and I just like did very well at Acme, like crushed my <laughs> my three minutes of fame and I'm coming home with the car. I'm like, there is no better thing than making people laugh. I think that is like the coolest thing in the world and I'm like so confident in that I'm like oh there it is like there it is I I love making people laugh that's what I love to do at the same in the same light I was sitting at work today and I'm like no way like I get to go home for the first time in two weeks and record a podcast like oh yeah like I'm so excited for that and then I start thinking about my average quality what I learned that day feel good and it's like oh like I rarely do you ever like you say it all the time, like, do what you love, do what you love, do what you love, but you never, like, reflect on the experience or the feeling you get when you're doing what you love. So, here we are. Here we are. Doing what we love, we love what we do. Yeah. It's interesting. I just, I don't know. We get to build back pocket into whatever we want to make shift. It's basically, we are sitting on Hilton Heads Beach, and we have a bunch of sand, and you're just, like, structure it however you want. And if you fuck up, that's your fault, and it's over. Or you fuck up and you just keep moving forward. You just build it bigger. Or you just change it up a little bit. You knock it down, you make it a little smaller, you fine-tune it, you, you hone in on what you love doing most, mm-hmm. and that's what you're going to stick to until you can feel like you can expand a little bit more, and then you build a little bit more of a of a, a, a bridge that goes to another community, and now you're jumping over there, you're mingling with those people, they say what's up, you say we got some marijuana for you, we pass it to them, because that's our that's our cash cow, sorry to say, it's our cash cow, so then we build our economy. And people are like, really, that's your cash cow? It's like, yeah, it is, we're yeah. building our economy. It's legal here. So now we're mingling with other people. They're welcoming us, and we're welcoming them. And then you got this thing that's called back pocket, and it's and people care about it. And it's just like people coming on the podcast, and all of a sudden we're smoking joints. <laughs> whoa, whoa, dude! <laughs> who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? You know, it is interesting. So this is not a theoretical situation where back pocket is being funded through marijuana sales. Like that is uh, that's not what we're saying here. We're just saying that would be a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> when Minnesota legalizes weed. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. It, uh, this is how we fall. This is the fall of Brit back pocket. This is actually, yeah. This episode is the fall of the back pocket. Yeah. This is what it's really sounding like. Mm-hmm. The two salty dogs who took the, the cash cow bait, you know, the one they thought was so good in cannabis, and it ruined it. It ruined it ruined everything, yeah. and then we got canceled, just like you were saying earlier. Yep, that's how we get canceled, dude. Oh, cancel oh. culture! <laughs> Isn't that crazy though? I really do think we're kind of in, and in, in, I don't know how where we fit in it, but like this is the 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 golden age, or just a really great opportunity for the audio era. When I posted that thing on uh, last Friday, where there was. 15,000 radio stations. Granted, that radio station has tens, maybe 10 shows a day. Granted, that's so... Do the math. That's 150,000 radio shows. There are 700,000 podcasts. And counting. And counting. And that's up from 550,000. From last year. From last year. Yeah. People can enter the market at will. Especially with Anchor.fm. Yeah, and they're doing it like crazy. But do you ever think, like, the the space is so meant for, like, it requires a lot of dedication that not ever, like, how many times do you have someone come to you and be like, yeah, have you ever listened to this podcast? And, like, being in the podcast space, I'm like, I have, I've never heard that before. Never. I had someone uh, DM me today and said, have you ever listened to these three podcasts? No clue. Never no heard clue. of any of them. Yeah. D- dollop. Mm-hmm. Uh, With Gareth Reynolds. Okay, yeah, he does he a just, history comedy podcast. Yeah, he just came into town at Acme. Me and Sophie went and saw him. Oh, nice. How was he? Really, really funny. Yeah, he, they have over 400 episodes. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Just like while well, we found The Fighter and the Kid last year, and they've been around for five years, and they're, like, insanely huge. Yeah. It's crazy. There's so many out there. There's so many out there, and it's, like... It's not like anything, to be honest, but I don't know... I don't even know what that means. It just means a lot of people are getting their voice out there, I guess. Yeah, I, people want to hear themselves talk. And I, I I do feel like a lot of people have the ability to pawn off the the grunt work to others. Is that fair to say? What do you mean by that? Like some people just walk in, they record their episode, and they walk out. And that's all they do for the podcast. Right. And then they have someone doing all the other stuff. Mm, but like, whereas, like, we do all of it, essentially. And we've been doing it for two and a half years. I feel like some people at this point might have someone else doing it for them. I don't know. And we're starting our own, like, brand behind it. Like, we don't have, right. like, a personality brand that brought in, yeah. bringing it into back pocket. Speaking of Fighter and the Kid, you had a high-powered comedian like Brian Callen meet, um, Join up joining with. up with a high-powered UFC fighter. And, and like they both are very top of the line in their industry and then they create a podcast and they just name it Fire the Kid and that becomes something because these two people have notability right yeah it is interesting like we're very like we say it all the time we're the only ones doing it and that could sound like cocky and you know I don't I don't, I don't think it, sh- it does but it's just really interesting to not be able to like, compare yourself to anybody like trying to evaluate <laughs> like the the worth like the valuation of back pocket LLC I don't even know how we would begin to evaluate us there's just no way of of knowing and it is it is it because that we haven't that is it because we're not physically worth anything besides the equipment in this room 
I wouldn't say so. But the way we've built like 4,000 followers on Instagram has literally been because you and I have just been talking what we feel is cool, funny, interesting, what we're curious about, and we just continue to ask the questions and continue to show up every week. That's the, that's the only reason. Yeah. That's the main reason, that's I guess. That's the main reason. Because there's other things that come into play. Right. But that's the main reason. Two wildly average guys who are genuinely curious about the person across from them. Which is no one today, but we're just genuinely curious and everything going on here. Today it's Back Pocket sitting today across from us, pocket. and we're talking Back Pocket. How you doing today, Back How Pocket? Doing? How you doing today, Back Pocket? Yeah. Crazy, dude. Crazy. All right. Um, let's jump into some average qualities. Yeah. We Well, mine was going to be the forgetting the podcast, Mike. Okay. Did, did you have one? Uh, no, I didn't have one per se. I, I, I liked how we just made the average quality, like Back Pocket's net worth, like not knowing it. I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, hey, in the, give us a five-star review, and in the comments, tell us how much you think we're worth, yeah, because it, we have no idea. Are we are we uh, worth the same amount as a nitro cold brew at Starbucks? Because I think that's pretty valuable. Are we worth a Chipotle burrito once a month, like you normally eat it on a Sunday night? That's a lot of money. Are we worth uh, a Twins game uh, on a Tuesday night where you can get dollar hot dogs? Hmm? Hmm? Are we worth... You know what? I don't know what we're worth. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we might be worth uh, nada. Not a thing. Are we worth that much? And that's yeah. when and that's when all of our listeners go, you canceled. You canceled. Yeah, you're done. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very interesting. It is very interesting. But I will go into um, what I learned. And I learned that we don't pers- – as much as we say we pursue all of our ideas – we don't pursue any of them. It's seen, after I've done the research. So last week on 25, back in show 25, Tyler, I hope he's listening. I know he's listening. He's a good kid. He's such a good kid. Such a good kid. Such Ty. a good kid. We're sad you couldn't make it, but you gave us an opportunity like this. So at yeah. the end of the day, you know, we move on. Yeah. Right here, Tyler. Sorry, Ty. I hope I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that because that's how you get canceled. That's how you get canceled. We're getting close again. We're flirting. flirting (laughs) Maybe the episode title is we are almost getting we're almost getting canceled. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty good clickbait. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned that we're like not pursuing a lot of our ideas. Do you want to hear all these ideas? You know, I knew like I mean, I I sit here when an idea is pitched, right? I sit here I'm like, oh, I wonder if we're ever going to do that. You don't remember all of them. No, I don't, but I do remember hearing them. You do? No, yeah. Absolutely. idea after idea. Yeah. So you're not going to be shocked by this list, but... I'll, I'll be... Uh, I'm curious, dude. I'm genuinely yeah. curious about the person holding the phone with the list. Okay. Ready for this? Sure. Carly Zucker Barbecue, or the Zucker Barbecue, Angie Ocon Workout and Food Eating Contest, go to Steve Schussler's office, go to Thailand with Steve Weigel, film a ski documentary with Ben with Ben Sambrowski, sponsor 5K with Andrea Toppin, Head to the Housleys to interview Phil, um, MC Karen Housley's uh, daughter's wedding. Daughter's wedding. <laughs> Record a naked podcast. Um, tra- go to Trainee Bingo with the Impromptu Girls, which is next week, Twin Week. Shout out to Twin Week. Uh, go to Alter with Impromptu. Do a date review podcast with Impromptu. Um, 
And that's what I got so far. And there's many, many more. And there's so many more. Yeah. It's insane. I'm so excited that I have that list now. Yeah, I can think of a couple other ones, like Josh Newman helped him start these this chapstick line where it's like a, you got a sleeve for your sock, and you can put the sock that's right. stick in there. That's right. Yeah, that's just another one that came to mind. Yeah. We, so is it a bad thing that we're not pursuing those, or are there a couple of those that I listed where you're like, okay, we can, we need, like, that's a need. How about we, any idea that we've had, whether it's good or bad, we just follow up with it, whether it's been six months or just a couple weeks, and we just text it to him and be like, hey, just want to follow up with this idea that we talked about on the podcast, what are your thoughts? And then we can roll with it. I actually love that idea, Andrew. That might be your best idea yet. I also, we also need to, uh, um, actually that's a different conversation, but dude, I, I really love that idea. How many people do you think are, would be willing to, um, go back on it? How many, how many people, Andrew? Come on, dude. Come on, man. Andrew's over there fiddling around with the camera, but I'm not going to stop. There we go. (laughs) You figured it out, guys. Um, but how many, okay. So that was what, let's say, let's make it easy. That was 10 ideas. Yeah. We reach out to every single one of those people. How many of those do you think we can execute on? Out of the ones that you just mentioned, we can execute on all of them. However, how many? How much time do we have and how quickly can we um, seize those opportunities? Mm-hmm. I think that's more the question because we can absolutely sit here and do an, a naked podcast. We can absolutely go to Alter with the Impromptu Girls and hammer that out. We can go ahead and sponsor a 5k if we really wanted to do a deck back pocket become a 5k host every year and we run 5ks and yeah we remember all those little stops on the way where we have like weird things going on be, that are back pocket memorandum all the different memorandums. sponsors yeah yeah great How point easy could I, we could do that um create a sleeve for your sock with josh newman that can hold your kind lips oh fire me up easy we could do anything that's why the back pocket is what it is and uh but we'll just text everyone and see if they want to do it because I don't want to pursue an idea that they're going to half-ass. I want to be it to be a really fun thing. And they kind of might have just shown some some uh, fake enthusiasm when we're sharing it with them on the podcast. But now we got to see if they're legit. Because we haven't been legit. But it's our turn to jump in and, right. and rekindle this fire. Take take the first step. You're absolutely right. You nailed it. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good shit. We always can. We can do anything if we put our minds to it, right? We can do anything. If, if you truly believe. If you believe. You could do anything in the world. You can just put your mind to it, all right? Literally, all you have to do is say, hey, I want to do this. I I think I can do it. At one point, I looked over at Dak and Hilton Head, and I looked to my right at Mark and Matt and and Steve, and I said, I'm going to swim to Europe. And they go, as long as you believe, you can do it. And I looked at them, and I started swimming, and I got maybe... 20 yards and I said I don't believe anymore I said don't stop I said never stop believing I look back and I'm like I don't believe anymore guys and we Just said shut up turn around and keep going and that's when I died and came back to life dude and to record this episode uh, yeah and then you're like I actually guys I, I can't go to Europe I can't go it's to Europe. a little farther than we thought yeah I just don't I don't have enough belief man that was just a bad idea actually yeah Maybe. All these ideas are much easier, much than, swimming easier. To, than swimming to Europe. But yeah. uh, I think this room needs a berm. A berm? <laughs> Need a berm in here? Is that a berm? So I got a funny story. So context uh, behind my really bad 16th century accent. I'm just saying, oh, is that a berm? Oh, no, why? I have like a 
bad you know that's a bad english accent so i got hot i was like dang i've been saying this for like four days i'm gonna go to comedy and i'm gonna create a joke around like saying this dude i couldn't do it like i literally got up i got up on stage and was like walking myself through it on sunday and i just like i i bopped bad like i just couldn't put together my English accent just like didn't sound the way it sounded in Hilton Head. In Hilton Head. It probably didn't even sound good in Hilton Head. Everyone was just laughing about it. Yeah. And then in my head when I was rehearsing it, rehearsing it, like I really gotta dial this in. And then I go up on stage and do it. And it was just horrible. It was so bad. But it was it was funny. I loved it. Yeah. Dude, you crushed it in Hilton Head, no joke. Um I think the way you can always capture that accent that you are looking for is you have to start it off with is that a bum? A bum? Because that that little phrase right there, you you know how to say it the right way, and you can just then you just gotta feel that tone on on the words that don't sound like they could right. fit in that area. Mm-hmm. Great point. Yeah. So all, like before you do your accent, every time you just gotta say it to yourself in a mum, in a mumble fashion. Is that a bum? Is that a bum? And, enough oh, bees, dude. You're killing the listeners. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's a. Is that a bum? <laughs> That didn't work that time. But, Andrew, what did you learn today? Um, so today I came back um, from vacation. It was my first full day back. Yesterday I got back uh, like four-ish. And uh, back in the routine, back moving and grooving, grinding. And you mentioned this today, how you are mentioned on this podcast, how you love doing comedy and how you love going doing back pocket. Well, I am stoked to be back in the grind and trying to help my friends sell things. Like, I got to sit down today, and I got to hammer things out with Caleb. And then I'm putting a report together with Yoakum. I'm not doing too hot with Yoakum, to be honest. I haven't done uh, enough, but it's been a little complex with a lot of moving parts and got to get the right content and copy out there. It's not my forte, but we're trying. Um, but it's fun. Trial and error. Ebbs and flows. Strikes and gutters. Ups and downs. And then I got friends reaching out again today saying, hey could you help me out i'm like let's do it can we let's arrange a call let's do a little zoom chat screen chase and uh and then i got to go to my life coach and i got to talk about my day and all the things that i want to improve on what i'd accomplished and tried to improve on and the things that i feel like i'm struggling a lot with and i want to vocalize and i get to come back home from that and have a podcast i mean it was a full day it's a lot of alone time um, because of working at home, but you know, you got a couple of Zoom calls here, you got a life coach here, you got Decky coming home doing podcast here. My day is like structured around anything that I want it to be, and I, and I absolutely love it. That is super cool. I do want to get to that point at at some point, and I'm like terrified of your lifestyle, to be honest. Like I don't know how I would fill my time if they just if I just said like, hey, tomorrow you can do whatever you want. What what are you gonna do? Like that just scares me because I don't don't know what I'd do. I don't know how I would fill up ten hours. No, you'd fill it up real fast. Really? You'd always find something to do. Really? Yeah. Do you just walk around the house like always looking for something to do? No, I'm usually sitting in front of my desktop doing something the entire day. You never like think twice about what you're doing because you know it's product. Like I have to get it done. Right. Okay. So you all just a bottomless itinerary. Yeah. Dang, that's super cool. It's, it's like if I finish one thing with Caleb, it's on to the next thing. We have it's just the two of us, so it's, it's the same thing with Back Pocket. There's always shit to do with us. Yeah, there There's is. always stuff to do with Caleb because it's we can't pawn it off to an intern. We can't pawn it off to a coworker and say, hey. You I can't need hide behind the big machine doing it for you. Doing it for us, yeah. Got it. 
Okay. Yeah, I got to stop psyching myself out about that. Dude, you'd find so much to do, and we have so many things that we want to do. Look at all these ideas that we could be doing. Yeah. There's, if When we have the time, when we have the ability, we could do it all. And we're doing it all right now. Every day we have a chance to win. That's a great point. As long as you believe. As long as, long as you believe. I love that, dude. Freaking love it. All right, for fuck's sake, let's get to the... Uh, oh, the for field. fuck's sake. Let's get to the feel-good story. <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't know why that is so funny. I think it's so funny because when people say that phrase... It's like someone is severely irritated. Like they are just drowning in misery and something like pushed them over the edge. They stubbed their toe. Someone cut them off in front of the car uh, on the highway. Their their kids wouldn't stop screaming. They didn't have the 2% milk that you want at the grocery store. And it's just that last straw. You walk and you're just, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I just think about like... You're like TSA and, you know, someone in front of you leaves their belt on and they walk through the metal detector and the first thing the TSA guy should say is just the red light goes off. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Another one. Another one. Or you're saying to yourself when you get that random screening and you're about to miss your flight and you just go, oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) You get up on stage and you go, is that a... And, and then I'm sitting in the crowd. Oh, oh, for, for fuck's, fuck's sake. sake. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, I got one more story. Um, some kid uh, got up at Acme on Monday. And he was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I lost my fantasy league. And the kid right next to me literally just goes like... Hand in the uh, like face palming. Ah, for fuck's sake! That's what he's saying in his head. It was so perfect. There's way, but but there's way too many situations. Way too many situations where you could use that phrase, and not enough people are using it. Not enough people are using it too. It's like very very vulgar, but I think it's so funny. It's definitely an internal thing, right? No one really says that out loud because it's really. it shows how angry you are. It shows your irritation, and it really affects people around you. It's radically transparent. Dude. Yeah, it's radically transparent in, in unhealthy ways. Yeah. And so if you're saying that in the grocery store, if you're saying that while you're walking your dog or something and people around, it's a little weird. But you a can little. say it in your head. When you say it out loud, it's a bit relieving, though. And I think oh. not enough people are releasing that transparency. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Not enough people are just keeping it internal way too much, dude, being a bunch of turtles out there. Or just sitting in their cocoons, you know, to just spread their wings and fly. Fly away, dude. As long yeah, as you just got to believe in believe that. In, believe and you, in your... And we'll endorse you, dude. We'll be there right with you flying. And we'll see what happens, dude. If we, And if we run into, a, like, a really bad sandstorm or, like, a really bad rainstorm and we're not flying as well as we used to, you know, we're going to look into that storm and be like, ah, for fuck's sake. But... <sighs> Well, we're going to be all right. This this podcast is explicit. So sorry for my grandma for listening. Sorry, JoJo. She, uh, BB's laughing, though. She lit my grandma. Yeah, BB's laughing. My grandma, uh, my dad's side, she watched the video of my ankle injury on Instagram. I think one of my cousins showed it to her. Yeah. And uh, Deanne, or told my dad and just like calls my dad and only says, like, have you listened to Andrew's story about his ankle on the podcast? And my dad goes, no, I haven't. 
And she's like, okay, go ahead and give that a listen. And that's all she said about that. So then, like, I was talking to my dad, like, a few days later, and uh, she, he brought it up. He goes, why, why is Grandma saying I need to listen to your ankle injury? And I go, I don't know. It's a bad ankle injury story. And she goes, and he goes, did you say anything, like, uh, obtuse? He didn't use that word, but I'm using it. Uh, and, uh, You're getting better at words, I'm dude. Getting better. I'm learning. Uh, English language. And uh, I was like, oh, I started it off with um, Declan texted me, are you all right? And I go, fuck, I'm, I think I broke my ankle. <laughs> and I was like, grandma didn't like that. She didn't like, usually I've been bleeping out my uh, my F-bombs. I don't think I did in that video. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I was thinking about you getting mad at me for not bleeping out anything with the AngioCon podcast. Yeah, we just, I just realized we couldn't use that one. I didn't yeah. even try. Dude, it was like a two-minute video of her talking about dick pics and getting DMs about crushing baby kittens. Yeah, that's saying flagged. Saying the F-word. It gets like, flagged. Right, we can't. Can't sponsor that and send it out to seventeen-year-olds. I don't think. No, 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 can't do. no, 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 no. All right, it is the feel-good story. Uh, our inside jokes that we are releasing to our back-end show members. Um, I would say two feel-good stories. First one, obviously, is that yes, we're transparent and we say the F word on this podcast. You know, really being brave with that one. I think mm. we just lost all of our grandma demographic, potentially our moms as well. So just know where we stand with all our listeners here. Um, the second one is uh, back to Hilton Head trip. Uh, Matt and I had to take an Uber at like 3.30 in the morning to get to our flight. And at 3 a.m. I get a text from Lisa Evanson, comic, 20, marketing intern, like 20-something. And she's like, Dak, no way, dude. Look at the list. And I was like... Oh, for fuck's sake. What is this? Like, I was like, did I really sign up for another comedy competition? She's like, no. Like, you made it to the semifinals of Acme, of the Acme competition. I was like, no shit. Like, I actually made it. There are 200 comics in this um, competition, in this pool, and I placed in the top 25. So you're looking at a top 25 seed Cinderella story. Which I, I mean, I know I'm to my own horn, but I'm like so fucking pumped about that. Yeah. So, so how it works is you advance from a little head, one on one, head to head. You won that little match right there. You advanced, and so let's say there was four. Well, they they rank you. I hold guess. on. Yeah. They, there was four hundred people. Goes down to two hundred after the head to head matches. Now you got two hundred people, and they're only taking the top twenty five. Yeah. So now you have the top twenty five put into your FIFA bracket. You got five pools. Of, of people and I believe correct me if I'm wrong top two people advance to the next round um one from each group I think oh so then it's down to five yeah okay so we got a quick elimination here Decky's going up on this this uh tomorrow um at 1030 no not tomorrow well, yeah. yes tomorrow tomorrow 1030 Friday at 1030 so this is uh Friday August 23rd yeah Yep. Yes. Yeah. August twenty third at ten thirty at Acme. Yep. If you DM Deck really quickly, he's got twenty free tickets. I think he's. I think he's got ten of them captured already. Yeah, I got. So there's ten left. If you DM Decky Brown uh, at Deck Brown forty fifty five from forty four, uh, and you just let him know like, hey, I am worthy, and I will laugh, and I will support, and I may throw lemons and bananas at you, maybe. Don't you want? Do you want? He, he might have deserved it. Yeah, yeah. Give me what I've earned. Give him what he earned. But that's uh, that's a feel good story. Congrats, Deck. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. I know it's I it's selfish to make yourself your. No, uh, I should have said it. I should have known. I should have said that. I apologize. That I didn't give you 
credit when credit was earned. No, that's all right, dude. But uh, Jack Work is probably pissed at us right now, so he's probably slaying in his bed flat on his phone with the he's lights probably off. probably saying, for, uh, for fuck's sake. And that super deep voice of his. <laughs> yeah. But that's a wrap. Let's finish it up. All right, guys. Next week, we got Twin Week. Get ready for a sick-ass hype video for Twin Week on Sunday on our Instagram page. We got the Brodskis on Monday. Twin uh, cinematographers, filmmakers, content creators. These guys are incredible. And then on Tuesday, Andrew, who do we got on Tuesday, dude? We got the Impromptu Girls podcast. They've released 20 in a row. Lauren and Madison. How do you say their last name? Um, Lindorf. Lindorf. Lauren and Madison Lindorf. The Impromptu Girls. Yeah. It's phenomenal because a little, little sneak peek here. They're a lot like Deck and I. That's all I got to say. Like, pretty much replicas. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And then back in show 27 with, I'm hoping, Ty comes back. Hey, Ty, you want to show up? Ty, you want to be back in here or what, dude? You got to earn your keep. Yeah, paid leave. Uh, it's over. It's over, Ty. It's over. It's over. And this show is also over. Thank you guys for making it this far. As always, we love you guys. Take care. Take care.